0: You're listening to My White Belt, the best jiu-jitsu podcast in the world. Enjoy.
1: Hey, I'm Jim Trick, and welcome to a mini episode of the My White Belt podcast. This is just a little bite-sized snack For you, if you're listen, if you're new to the podcast, then normally we do longer Q and A sessions and long form, long ish form interviews. But I just want to spend a little time with you today uh, on this one particular question that came up that I thought was important. So not going to spend a ton of time here. I hope that you will go to mywhitebelt.com and that you will sign up for the newsletter, My White Belt Wednesdays. And of course, I hope that you will support our sponsors and do all of that stuff that I ask you to do week after week after week. This is just a little condensed, just a little condensed nugget From the My White Belt hotline that feels important, that I hope you enjoy, and I hope you get something out of it.
0: Hi, brand new White Belt here. Um, I'm actually heading to my third class in life in about five minutes. Um, And one of the things I am struggling with, (laughs) in addition to every aspect of jujitsu, is the feeling that um, I'm wasting the other students' time in the class because I don't have enough skills yet to be a valuable partner, Um, since, you know, this this will be my third class in life. Uh People help me through the drills. They talk me through what I need to do and what I need to think about um and i'm in entry level classes, but the rest of the students have been there for six months. A few of them have been there a couple of years there's some blue belts um and so I feel guilty almost taking time away from their practice because I need so much help right now um and i'm aware that i'll get better and uh and and that I will become a better training partner. But right now, you know, I can't imagine I will be good enough for months to actually be a useful training partner. Um, and all of this has nothing to do with other people's behavior. They have been incredibly gracious and generous with their time and their help and, um, and you know, tips and pointers. Um, but I'd love some perspective on this. Like, how does this work in most schools? How do, How do instructors think about it? How do other students think about it?
1: Okay, so it's such a great question it's such it's such an important question to be new, to be a literal fish out of water and to come in to an academy where everybody on that mat, is trying to get better, but you don't know anything. You don't know how to tie your belt. You don't know what you don't know. And you are, in many academies, sort of intentionally thrown into the deep end of the pool. And your first, oh man, I don't know several months, you go in and you just think to yourself, no one is going to want to get paired up with me. No, when we go, when we go to drill, when we go to roll, no one is going to want to train with me. They're not going to want to drill with me. I don't know anything. It takes me forever to learn anything. And if you're like me, when you started i i could barely move my body i was i was so stiff i was so inflexible my cardio was garbage and i was sweaty and huffing and puffing and couldn't move and you have to ask yourself you know what am i doing like i i like it and i i want to do it but what about these people that are forced to train with me i had those thoughts i had those thoughts over and over and over again and all the while i also didn't cry baby about it right so i didn't cry baby about it but in the back of my head i always had those thoughts brewing the question that is at the heart or the heart of the question that you're asking is, you know, am I wasting people's time? And here's what I'm going to say to you. And I want you to listen. I know that I'm the guy on the internet that encourages white belts. I'm that guy. I'm unapologetically that guy. And I will call bullshit When people are being babies, when people are making excuses, when people are posing or pretending to be hardos or do a million other things that just don't have any place in jujitsu, but at the heart, at the heart of my white belt, yeah, I'm the guy that says if I can do it, you can do it. Get off the couch, get on the mat. I I am that guy. So, but I want you to know that when I say this, this is not me being motivational. This is what is actually real. And this is from the perspective of my academy. I don't own an academy, but the academy that I train at, we are being raised in jiu-jitsu by our coaches who describe our gym as, A, a rolling gym, and be a teaching gym. So we are a we are an academy where people roll on day one. And we have a way of doing that so that it's not dangerous or reckless, and no one is being put in harm's way, but people roll right out of the gate. Now, I know that everybody has a different, I know that every academy has a little bit of a different spin on that. And I'm not judging your academy. I'm just telling you how our academy does it. We're a rolling gym. And we are a teaching gym. And what that means is that when, we, when any of our people in our academy are learning a technique, our coaches and professors want us to learn a technique to the point where we are. Can teach it, and there were all these cliches about people you know somebody gets their blue belt, and then all of a sudden they're they think that they're a teacher now and they're you know teaching everything wrong but and, and that's kind of a you know it's not it's not inaccurate <laughs> uh so. You know, it's really important that you don't just assume the role of a teacher, but over time your coaches and your professors will look at you and they will say, Hey, can you show this person how to break fall? Can you show this person how to how to shrimp? Can you show this person, you know, basic arm bar from clothes guard? You know, and then all of a sudden, you realize that as your coaches and professors are asking you to do these things, they're doing it because they've noticed that you have become proficient. And who are you going to show those new things to if there is not a new person? So, you are not only as a brand new person who doesn't know anything you are not only learning jiu jitsu but you are helping your training partners become better at jiu listen i roll with some great i roll with some great people if if i'm rolling with I mean certainly if i'm if i'm if I'm rolling with frizz or if I'm rolling with if I'm rolling with frizz if I'm rolling with liam if I'm rolling with jeff or or keith or, or Rick or, or ashi or drink or you know any host of our guys that are you know way 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 better than me the chances of me catching something they're making a mistake it's It's pretty unlikely that I'm going to catch any of them in, you know, missing something or something that needs to be shaped or changed or whatever. But if I'm rolling with a new person or if I'm drilling or training with a new person, you provide an opportunity for me to become more aware of details more aware of what I have absorbed. On a day when I feel like I don't know anything, like you might have a blue belt in your academy who feels like he or she doesn't know anything. And then they get to roll with you, who really is new and doesn't know anything. And it's a reminder of how far they've come. And so, listen, and and I'm going to also say this, you know, we have, we have guys at our academy, two guys are coming to mind right now, and they're both people that I want to have come and be guests on the podcast at some point in time. But they're both people, one in particular, who literally drove into the parking lot four times before they walked in. And every single person in your academy knows what you have to overcome to walk through the door. We know when we see you walk through the door for the first time, we know how hard that is. The biggest, strongest, uh, most seemingly tough, powerful people shake and they get awkward and they get weird and, and it shows up in a handful of different ways. But for almost everybody that has ever shown up in an academy for the first time or for their first few weeks, they're nervous. And so all of us that have also been in that place, we look at you and we don't see you as annoying. And we don't see you as wasting our time. And we don't see you as somebody that we don't want to train with. On the contrary, when you walk through that door and you take off your shoes and you put on a gi or you put on your spats and your rash guard and you get on that mat to train, we look at you and we just go, okay, another one of us, another one of us, welcome home. We're glad you're here. You're going to love this. We are thinking this practice changed my life and this practice is going to change your life. And, you know, you're going to do the annoying. There's a spectrum of things you're going to do that are annoying because, you know, it's, but it's, but it's no different than the annoying things that we did. But I just feel, I don't know. I just feel so strongly. We have, um, We have a young woman who trains with us and she is, I mean, and she's a kid, so I'm going to call her a kid, but she, she's, she's really good. I mean, she's really good. She basically outgrew the kids class. And so we let her come and train and we, you know, we set boundaries and guardrails around it, but. She came to me a couple of weeks ago and she was like, I don't know. I just feel bad for anybody that has to. I feel bad for anybody that has to train with me because I'm so small and this, that, and the other thing. And it's like for her, her jujitsu knowledge, she probably has the techniques and knowledge of of a blue belt. You know, but she's a gray belt right now because she's right now she's under 16 and she comes in again with guardrails and she gets to train with the big dogs and not all the big dogs. You know, we're sort of selective of who we put her with for her own safety and so on and and protocol. And. You know, what I said to her is what I would say to you, but, you know, for her, it's a little different because her technique is really on point. But for you it's like a, a bigger, stronger, more proficient player that trains with you really, really has to focus on their technique. Like you are the thing that stops. You are the person who stops the blue belt, from going too hard, going too fast, throwing their weight around, being reckless, and tearing arms off. Because they just can't do that with a smaller or a much, much, much newer training partner. You are the thing. You are the one in the academy that is forcing a person to slow down and get their technique on point. And before you know it before you know it you are going to be the one welcoming the new person showing them the etiquette explaining the protocol when you break up and you go to to drill a technique that your coach is chain is 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 training that you're going to say no your foot goes here or your hand goes here now and, and listen, listen, blue belts and four-stripe white belts that are out there right now. If your professor has not asked you to coach, don't be that person, okay? Don't be the person who like pulls the brand new person off to the side and spends the entire drilling time pretending like you're going to teach them everything, okay? You know who you are. We're watching you, and we know who you are. But it's just such an important question. The the beauty of the jiu-jitsu mat is that literally everybody is welcome on the jiu-jitsu mat, and the only person that is not welcome is the person who is going to be an egomaniac or a dangerous role. But most people, 99.9% of the people that are training are training for the right reasons, and your presence as the new person is extraordinarily important. And so I just... I just want you to go into class with that as your attitude. That says, "Listen, I don't know anything, and everybody here at one point in time didn't know anything." And just be humble and ask the right questions, and just slow down. And when it comes to when it comes to training, be humble. Um, don't pretend to know stuff. Don't rush through things. Don't out of fear and trepidation rip people's arms off. Just go in, know that you're important, know that your role as the new person is making everybody better. You're getting better, but I promise you that you're making everybody better. So that's just a little, I just wanted to answer that question. I wanted to jump in with this little abbreviated episode. We'll be back this week with a full with a full episode, and I have a couple of things. I have a couple things brewing up my sleeve. That if they happen the way it looks like they're going to happen, your jaws are going to be on the on the floor with who's coming on. So, all right, friends, uh, that was an abbreviated episode of the My White Belt Show. I'm Jim Trick. Until next week, train hard and train smart.